Welcome to the Joey Miller Podcast. I'm Pastor Joey Miller from Champion Christian Center, and I am so happy that you tuned in with us today. We have so much to talk about out of God's Word, and you are going to be blessed. But let me just remind you, before we jump in, don't forget to check out joeymiller.co for all sorts of resources, from merch to Bible studies to podcast notes to blogs. You will be blessed, so check it out today. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. If you're enjoying it and you want to share it with a friend, a great way to let us know is to like it, to share it, and to subscribe. So make sure you do that as well. Well, let's get into the Word together. I'm so glad that you tuned in with me today. We are going to chat about some Q&As that I had come in via Instagram. You know, sometimes I don't know what to share with y'all, and I always want it to be a relevant word. So every now and again, I will just pop on Instagram and throw up a questionnaire, like, what do you want to hear? So um, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, go ahead and throw in the comments maybe a topic that you would like uh, to talk more about. And if you're listening via podcast platform, listen in, and then you can DM me on Instagram at Joey Miller. Let me know what you would like to talk about. I want to get personal. I want to get practical. Um, and of course, we always keep it spiritual. So, uh, so glad to jump in with you all today. One of the questions, this is such a good question, that came in that I want to actually focus uh, today's podcast on is how do you stay encouraged and focused and not become complacent in the season of waiting, the season where you just haven't seen your breakthrough yet? You know what I'm talking about. You know, you get that word, you get that promise. Let me think. Uh, we're almost a quarter of the way through this year of 2023, and maybe in January, God spoke something amazing to you. And our human nature is, well, it's just going to happen like tomorrow. It's going to happen instantaneously. And think about the excitement that you get when you get that promise from God and the inspiration and the motivation that you feel in that moment. Well, here's the thing. That doesn't stay around uh, for long. Oftentimes, and I say this all the time, that a promise is an invitation to a process. And so to answer the question of how do you keep from becoming complacent uh, during the season of waiting, whether that's waiting for a direction from the Lord. Sometimes we go to God and say, you know what, I'm waiting. Should I go this way or should I go that way? Uh, am I to start school? Am I to stop school? Am I to go after this job? Is that my husband? You know, a directional uh Act that we're waiting for God to speak to us because, you know, the heart of, of a human is when we love God, we really want to obey him. We don't want to walk in disobedience. And so it's that season of God, I'm really seeking you for this and I don't want to mess it up. I laugh uh, at the thought of how we sometimes try to trick trick God, like, okay, God, I'm going to go this way. You better stop me if I'm not supposed to, because we get so impatient in the waiting. So maybe it's direction and you're waiting today and you're like, I just need to hear uh, direction from the Lord. I just need to know what to do next. And the Bible tells us to seek God in those moments that the steps of the righteous, the Bible said, are ordered by the Lord. And it goes on to say that the path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. So if you're following him, your path is only getting better and brighter. And it might not always feel that way, but when you commit your ways to the Lord, the Bible says, then he will show you. He'll give you the desires of your heart. 
He'll lead you and he'll guide you down the right path. And so I don't have to convince you of that, but I want to talk to you about the waiting season. What do I do when I haven't heard from him yet? It feels like crickets and I want to obey. So that's, that's one of the topics that we're going to be covering today. And I've had seasons in my life like that. Um, there's been times where he has spoken to me and the direction and the steps of obedience that I needed to take came immediately. And then there have been times where I've, I've been seeking him. And even in seasons of um, when I felt like I could see in my spirit what God had in store, but I didn't know if it was the right timing or the timing seemed off. And almost in that waiting game of the directional um, I, I, feel, I feel called to do this, but I don't feel like my season right now, it's not time yet. What do I do in the waiting? And so we're going to be talking about that. So we're going to be applying these principles to the waiting process. Waiting is never wasting. I know it's cliche, but it is so true. When you're waiting, you're not wasting time. It feels like it. We get impatient. There have been seasons in my life that I felt like, a racehorse behind a gate, like, just just release me, Lord, just let me go. And looking back now, realizing God was doing something in me in that season to prepare me for what he wanted to do through me. Remember, a promise is often an invitation to a process. And so we get that promise so that we have something to stand on while we're waiting, not to discourage us. Uh, you know, God's not some jerk that dangles a carrot in front of us and says, wouldn't it be great if you had this, but you're never going to get it. If you just strive, if you just become holier, if you just work harder, then I'll give it to you. But until then, I'm just going to dangle it in front of you. No, God's process is about getting to know him, leaning into him, becoming more like him until we see the promise manifest in our life. Maybe it's not direction. Maybe you are just believing God for a breakthrough. Maybe it's a specific word that God gave you in a time of prayer. Maybe it's a specific promise. Maybe it's just, you know, you're fed up with something in your life and you say, you know what, my marriage doesn't look like what God's word says a marriage should look like. So I'm believing for a breakthrough in that area. Or your finances. Maybe you're in the season and this is so, so, so typical and it's, I can relate to this, that we believe God's word where it says to sow and you'll reap a harvest, pressed down, shaken together and running over. And we've been in the place where we have tithed, where we have sown a seed of faith. And then guess what happened? Nothing. In fact, in the natural, sometimes, do you know what happened? Sometimes in the natural, it seemed like it was getting worse. And in that moment is, is such an important time. And we're going to talk about these principles to sustain you through these seasons of waiting. Because in the natural, uh, you want to just uh, negate everything in faith. You want to say, why did I do that? That was so dumb. You know, why did I think that God's word was true? Now we're not going to have enough. And the enemy wants you to start moving in doubt and unbelief and, and truly to cause you to become discouraged. So I'm going to share some principles with you today. If you have a pen and paper, you can jot them down just to help keep you discouraged or from becoming, not to get you discouraged, to keep you from becoming discouraged because we've all been there. And uh, this is something we can all relate to. But let me tell you this, whether you just received your promise, whether you've been waiting for years, maybe you're on the other side, God is faithful. And if you just stay in faith, What's the Bible say to do? When I've done all else to stand, 
I stand. When I've done everything that I know to do, I am standing in faith. As we dive into these tips today, remember that God's promise on your life does not have an expiration date. If he spoke it over you, he will bring it to pass. It says, write the vision down because it will come to pass. And at a point in time, it's going to come to pass in your life. And so what do you do in between the now and the appointed time? Let's jump into some tips. Number one, these are things that I do, so I'm sharing them with you to help you as you are in the waiting process. Number one is remind yourself often of the promise. You know, uh, the human heart often is prone to wandering. And so uh, I know in my life, if I don't see an answer immediately, I'm prone to maybe create some some Ishmael's when God wants to give me an Isaac. I'm, cre- I'm, I'm prone to try to make things happen in my own strength. I'm prone to create, think about the Israelites. Moses went up on, on the mountain and they were getting like impatient and they're like, where is he? We need something to worship. And so they, they create a false idol while God's uh, pouring out the Ten Commandments and the glory of God on Moses. The people of God are like running amok because they're just tired of waiting. And so it shows us that the inclination of the human heart is to be impatient and then start to do something else, start to create something else that we can either be distracted by or that we can think that maybe this thing will fulfill the God gap in my life that I'm waiting for. And that's a really dangerous place to be because we end up just creating messes that we have to to then believe God uh, to, to fix. Maybe it's a season where maybe we've created an Ishmael and we've gone away that now we, God wants to course correct us and bring us back on track. Uh, maybe that's you today. Maybe you're like, you know what? I created something and it's not God. Well, you know what? God is faithful. And the second that you, that you say, okay, where is the moment that I got off track? Where is the moment that I stopped obeying in the process? Uh, If you just start from that position and from that place, God will be so faithful to course correct your path. And so remind yourself often of the promise. Write it down. Uh, Maybe in the prayer time, God has given you a promise. Maybe you have been super specific about that job or that spouse. God has given you a clear picture of it. And the tendency maybe for you is to say, well, you know, that job's good enough or that guy, he's good enough. And he might not meet all of the things like he's really cute. He doesn't come to church, um, but that's okay. He's good enough. Uh, Don't settle for good enough. And the way that you won't settle is to continue to remind yourself of specific things that God promised you and specific things that he spoke over your life because your human heart and your human mind will have the tendency in the waiting period to want to start to wander. And so to keep it back on track, remind yourself often of what God said. And then ask yourself, am I being obedient to where I'm at in the process of the promise? Did God ask me to do something that I'm not yet doing? Did he give me a a small direction in in route to the big directional step that I'm believing for that I didn't that I didn't move on because I didn't see it wasn't maybe what I wanted it to be? Go back and think, are there things of obedience, even if it's the smallest thing, the smallest detail that God told me to do that I'm not doing and I need to start 
doing. So remind yourself of that promise. Number two is this, and we're doing the R theme today. So if you're writing these down, they all start with the letter R. Rehearse right thoughts. Rehearse right thoughts. What you think about, you're gonna bring about. Proverbs 23, seven says, as a man thinks, so is he. So in the waiting game, it's easy to start to think about other things, to think this is never going to happen, uh, and, and to go down paths of unbelief and negativity. When you don't see the promise of God starting to flesh out before you, whatever breakthrough that you're believing for, directional, um, uh, marriage, finances, whatever that is, when you don't see it immediately, like I said before, your, your thoughts are to start to uproot in doubt what God is trying to plant in faith. You're, you're actually prolonging the process to the promise because you are not guarding your thoughts with the word of God. You're not measuring your thoughts against God's word. And so when the enemy comes in and says, you know what, it's never going to happen. If you're not careful, you'll start putting an amen to that and say, you know what, it's never going to happen. You are right. I am never going to have enough money. We are never going to pay off our mortgage. I am never going to get my dream job. I will never find my husband. And we start to, to speak those things and it starts to manifest in our lives. And what it becomes is a stumbling block to us making progress towards the promise. And so while you're waiting, you're not wasting if you are guarding your thoughts, if you're weighing your thoughts against God's word. Think about the right things. Think about meditating on uh, what it, it's going to look like to see that promise fulfilled. Meditate on what it's going to feel like to pay off that mortgage because the fight, listen to me, the fight of faith is so real. There's a constant fight between your ears of faith and doubt, unbelief, fear to take root. Oh my gosh, we tithe and now we don't have enough money. That fear wants to come in and take root in your spirit. And you have to fight the fight of faith. You have to say no. God's word said, and you have to recite those things. You have to really envision and imagine God doing those things in your life. Uh, meditate on God's word. It takes just as much energy. Listen to me to meditate on the right things as it does to meditate on the wrong things. So learn, this is an act of discipline, to discipline your thoughts to think in faith. Rehearse right thoughts. Number three is this. In that season in between, when you're waiting for your breakthrough, you need to renew and recite the word of God that you need to stand on. Renew your mind and recite the word. So that means if you're believing God uh, for your, your finances, let's just say, because finances is something that I feel like most people are believing God for, um, that, that you just you have to get the word of God. What does the scripture say? I need to renew my mind with what that says. I need to recite it out of my mouth. That's why I'm a firm believer in declarations. Declarations are each day when I wake up, his mercies are new every day. While I'm in the waiting process, I'm waking up and the first thing I'm doing is I'm declaring God's word over my life in the areas that I'm believing breakthrough for. Maybe, maybe you're believing for a child to be saved and it doesn't look like there's any movement. 
And in the natural, it would be easy to get discouraged or to move in fear or unbelief. When you open up your mouth in the morning and you declare, as for me in my household, we will be saved. That you create in my child, in my womb, you have a plan and a purpose for their life. Uh, good things will chase them down today. When you start to declare that, uh, that's a word. That's not just me saying, oh, I wish one day. This is the word of God that I can say, this is what I can ground my hope in. It's in who Jesus Christ is. And when you declare that word forth, uh, it keeps you rooted and grounded in faith in the waiting process so that you're not blown all around like a double-minded man, the book of James said, you know? If you're not keeping your, your declarations, if you don't have that word to stand on and to anchor into, like, like Hebrews says, then you're going to be blown all over the place. You're going to wake up and one day be like a train wreck and be like crying all day. This is never going to happen. I give up. I quit Christianity. And the next day you're going to get up and be like, no, I'm standing on the word of God. Uh, God doesn't want you to have to live wishy-washy uh, to, to really... Move forward in the process towards the promise. Stand firm on the word of God. Renew and recite the word of God. Find a scripture or a Bible study to be your anchor that you are going to stand on that thing. When I've been believing things for things in my life, I'll often do that. I'll find a principle in a scripture in God's word or um, the Lord will lead me to a, a specific Bible story that I can really lean into during that season. In fact, some, some Bible stories are so special to me because they're directly connected with my breakthrough. It's, it's, a, it's a story, a scripture that I have stood on to see that breakthrough come forth in my life. So find yourself a scripture or a Bible story that you can relate to. Number four is remember what God has done in the past. Jude 1.20 tells us to build up our faith by praying in the Spirit. Stir the, the Spirit of God in you. Pray in the Holy Ghost. And then remember what He has done in the past. Those are ways that you can keep the fire going and stir it up in you. Pray in the Holy Spirit. To get your mind focused, right? Uh, because, because we pray out of our spirit. And as we're praying out of the spirit, we're communicating directly with God. So that means this is a way that I can pray and I can bypass all of those thoughts of doubt and unbelief. And so what you do is you're, you're praying in your spirit and you're getting your mind focused on God. And then uh, you can actually pray forth what his will is. It brings encouragement to you. You don't get stopped up by all the unbelief, by all the doubt, by all the, the thoughts that you're thinking. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Stir up your your most holy faith and stir up your faith by, like I said, remembering what he always did. That's why I love to have a journal or some form of remembrance. Like, wait, I remember, uh, maybe it's not the exact situation, but I remember when I was feeling like this before. And you know what? God came through. This too shall pass. God is faithful and he is faithful to his word. And so if you can just make little memorial stones of some way, shape, or form to remember that he didn't fail you then and he's not going to fail you now. It'll keep you encouraged in the waiting. Number five is this. Resist discouragement. The Bible says in James 4, 7, resist the enemy and he will flee. One of the ways the enemy tries to come on you is through discouragement, to make you feel down, depressed. This is never going to happen. To make you just feel all about hopeless and sad 
in the waiting process. And there are some times in your life that you just need to shake off discouragement, that you need to be like David when that discouragement would try to come upon him. You know, he re he received a promise that he was going to be king and then went through hell pretty much until he stepped into God's fulfillment of that promise. But what was it? It was a process that David went through. And we read, we get little glimpses in the book of Psalms into what David was going through. And there would be times where he would be like, I'm a worm. Nobody likes me. I'm not a man. I'm a worm. And then there were other times where he would say, wait a second. Why are you downcast, O oh my soul? Uh, I will praise the Lord. And so David had the ability to uh, override his emotions in his soulish realm, which is our mind, will, and emotions. It's, it's the part of us that really works against our spirit most of the time by his spirit and saying, you know what, I'm going to praise God. I might not feel like it. I might feel like I'm further than ever uh, from this breakthrough, but I am going to open up my mouth and I'm going to praise God. And that is just the hidden secret to fighting off discouragement. It's having the ability to override your emotions and what you feel with the spirit of God. So maybe today you're like, you know what, this is never going to happen in my life. Shake it off. Say, nope, in Jesus' name, I praise you, Lord. Because what you, what you magnify manifests in your life. So the more you magnify God, your faith rises because all of a sudden, you're not thinking about how it can't happen. You're thinking about how big God is and how truly uh, impossible it is for him to fail and what a small thing this is for him to do. So resist discouragement by opening up your mouth and commanding your soul to praise the Lord. And number six is this, recognize what he is doing in the now. In the waiting process, it is very common for Christians to have our minds so set on the promise, almost like it's a finish line. Almost like once I get that, then I can start my life. Or, or once I get this, then I, then I can say that God was faithful. No, God is faithful today on a daily basis. You just have to open up your eyes and recognize what he is doing in the now. Celebrating the small victories and taking time to have joy in the small things around you that God is doing is a game changer in the waiting process. So real quick to recap, remind yourself of the promises of God. Uh, rehearse and write thoughts, bring forth uh, the right things. Renew and recite the word of God. Remember what God has done in the past and resist discouragement and recognize what he is doing in the now. Six keys to keep you steadfast and consistent and to keep you encouraged while you're waiting for your breakthrough because your breakthrough is coming. You never know how close you are to your breakthrough. So don't you give up. Don't you stop believing. You stay in faith and God will make it happen for you. Can't wait to hear the testimonies. I'll see you soon. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Joey Miller podcast today. I pray you were blessed by God's word. I pray that the Holy Spirit was speaking to you and ministering to you, that his grace is empowering you to be everything that you're called to be. Well, until next time, I'll see you on the Joey Miller podcast.